welcome to book club. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So this month we have read Tell It to the Bees by Fiona Shaw. Uh, the film starring Anna Paquin on Holiday Granger. The synopsis is Lydia Weeks is distraught at the breakup of her marriage when her young son Charlie makes friends with the local doctor Jean Markham. Her life is turned upside down. Charlie tells his secrets to no one but the bees but even he can't keep his mother's friendship to himself. The locals don't like things done differently as Lydia and the doctor become closer. The rumors start to fly and threaten to shatter Charlie's world. The film was directed by animal Annabelle Jenkel who has a background in music videos and directed Mario Super Brothers film. <laughs> and the remake of DOA oh, Dennis Quaid. It's very important film. <laughs> um, we all read the book and saw the film. Who liked the book first film? Um, this is an audio format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, they can't see your hand. <laughs> Team book. Team book. Leagues better the book. Yeah. Team book. Oh. <laughs> to be controversial, but you could not say it. You couldn't even bring yourself to there it. Are, there is one element which I liked about the movie, which we'll get to shortly, I'm sure. Um, it's quite amazing how they adapted this. <laughs> Um, so it was adapted by sisters, um, Ashworth, I think their name is, and they worked on Killing Eve, which I was quite which shocked. Which season? I think the first season. Apparently that's a crucial difference. So it is, but I was quite shocked at that. They also worked on one of them, uh... It must have been the weakest parts of any episode of Killing Eve. Yeah, they were, they were right on the uh, Killing Eve and a British show called Dixie, which I don't know, but yeah, I don't know where to start really with this one. What I mean, the general feelings about the book on its own. As Ellie just nods her head silently, during yeah. Um, I thought the book was actually very readable, very charming. Just and like obviously there were negative elements to it, but overall I felt like when I got to the end it felt like a positive conclusion, you know. And then I saw the book, and we'll talk about that later. I found the book to be very delicate. Delicately written, very sensitive moment to moment, and subtle and patient. Yes, it took its time. It really took its time to give you a sense of all of the characters prior to them even really meeting. Yeah. It was about a third of the book elapsed before they even met. And then, even from there, it, it studied their relationship in a very casual way. Subtle way. Okay. Sean? I, I agree with everything said. Okay. The, the book was really readable and it was subtle and delicate and nuanced. And I found all the characters like immediately likable. Yeah. Like, I, I thought 
even even Robert was a likable character. You could you could book. understand him more. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to the film after having read the book. I think that's that's perhaps why well, I was more disappointed with the movie than if I just seen it independently because I did have like expectations going in, which I think is always a danger for something like this. But I don't think anyone could have anticipated that those expectations would be played with quite so wildly. You know, <laughs> like I swear, we were like ten minutes in, my like, attention and I was like, this is halfway through the book. Like how? Where how did it all? Like I don't understand. Yep. There was no need to do it. Like I don't understand the motivation. The book would have worked so, as a film. They were very bewildering. Yeah. So to explain, in the book, you have the build-up of the end of their marriage. So you see Robert and Lydia as a couple, and then slowly growing farther and farther apart, and as Robert slowly stops spending time at home, and how he eventually just decides to leave, and you meet Pam, and then meets Annie, and sort of really get to know them, and Lydia at her place, as well as you spend a lot of time with Jean alone. And with her and her friends, really get a perspective of what their own lives are separately from each other. And then they eventually meet slightly differently than in the film. But that's about, you know, I don't know, 100 pages in before that happens, really. Yeah. Well, crucially in the book as well, because she takes her time setting up relationships, yeah. you sense the history between these people and each individual history as well. And you get a sure sense of the character and so by the time she organizes them to get together you have whole arcs of, of characters that you can understand, you can understand motivation. And that's where the film made really bewildering choices about who to place in certain situations. And who to kill off, Mad? Why, Sarah? Why, why was that necessary? I think they really wanted to... So in the film, um, Jean is sort of a known lesbian in that she's always been interested in women, whereas in the book, she's kind of a bit of an asexual character, probably by and it's more that their relationship is more that they're in love with each other not that they're gay um, and in the film it's essentially Jean is gay and has always been gay and that's why showing Jim wanting to marry her and she's like she just can't bring herself to do it but the film doesn't take any of its time to get the two of them even so they make sense together yeah. and so you can comprehend what's happening. Again, they meet much too quickly. Mm -hmm. And then in that case, not even in the right circumstances. Well, yeah. even the way that Charlie meets Jean is different. Like, his yeah. dad takes him, she's the doctor, and his yeah. dad takes him to the doctor. And then his dad's kind of erased for yeah. much of the first half of the film. Well, and you can under, they don't explain really the fact that the father is jealous of the son, and that's one of the reasons 
reason why he distanced himself from the wife because her love and compassion really goes towards Charlie and also he's obviously suffering from PTSD from having been in the war and have, can't talk about those feelings so that's why he's kind of checked out which you get none of in the film. No, in fact I don't even understand if they were going to in lead characters why they didn't just get rid of the father because they weren't that interested in we actually didn't, We didn't really need to see him actually. Following his character and in the film he was merely a, a grumpy fringe character who again and you didn't get that extraordinary sense of how what he felt about his son from the novel and all of that conflict that he had with his son and that, and that was a very crucial part of the book so if you are if you're, if you're actually going to include the father's character in it you've got to then explore the father otherwise there's no need for him to be there at the beginning I thought maybe they wouldn't include him and I was like oh this would be interesting it would be purely from all the women's perspectives and Charlie would be the only man and it would just be about you know Lydia and Jean and Pam and Annie and you just have the women and never see the men and that could have been a great way to play it out but, but, but to really understand Lydia's character yeah. and how how far she's been pushed we need all of those scenes about with the disintegrating marriage not for her to just walk in the room when he's already packing his bags and he already lives with the other woman yeah. we haven't seen the gradations that you need to have built in to get Lydia to where we understand her motivation as well with in the film she's a lot Lydia is more forward whereas in the book I felt like it was Jean who was more forward in pursuing their relationship I also felt like in the book that neither of them were as kind of forthcoming in a way that felt natural like yeah. it, you know it was almost surprising to them both and they didn't quite realize it was happening whereas in the book it was like boom let's go you know right. it's they were, they were really startled like yeah. by the ferocity yeah. Yeah, yeah. of their attraction to each other and it, it, it almost gives you the sense that Jean has never actually explored her sexuality no I don't think either of them, them and, uh, no and, you, and, and there's, the, there's the whole psychology of the fact that it's just somebody giving you attention that's quite beyond being male or female and in the, because, because we understand how she feels about her husband and what's happened in their marriage that she really longs to be touched again but neither one of them know how to get there now both of them have such a lack of intimacy and they have so much desire for that and I think they find sort of kindred spirits and they both want to be touched and sort of cared for so badly it's not really about sexuality in that sense right. you, you feel how in the book you feel how solitary Jean feels in that big house with all the rooms and all the furnishings and and again too I think again you need you need Mrs. Sandringham yeah. in there to eventually leave so there's a reason why Lydia like the, the film took just such simplistic and conventional steps to get the people together that it didn't make sense again a scene that was really really nice in the book when she finally decides to go out with Dot and yeah. dance and she has the encounter with the soldier yeah. again that she's willing to let go only so far yeah. and I love I love the line she said he was being a gentleman here but he might outside, outside of, of it he might not be he's not going to he's not going to be and I know exactly 
in the film they made it such a pathetic scene. Oh, it was so gross with the guy desperation. And, I, I, and that's, that, that was the kind of shorthand that I thought was really clumsy. Have her daydreaming in the factory and then losing sense of the machine. That doesn't happen in the book, does she it? Gets sad. No, she never gets fired in the book. She quits. Oh, yeah, in, the, in the book, she, she remains steadfast. Well, she just can't pay. Yeah. Even though she's working, she can't pay the kind of rent that she needs. But I don't like the fact that in the book, they, in the film, they made her out to be kind of like a lazy worker, whereas in the book, she works really hard at her job, and she, to the point that she gets really ill, because she's so desperately trying to work harder to make more money and provide for her son and be a really good mother. Whereas in the film, she's like, she's daydreaming, she messes up, she gets fired, she doesn't really care about her job, you know, and she doesn't seem like she's really trying to fix the problem about their rent. Well, the, the thing in the in the again, it's just it's just much better negotiated in the book. I like the fact that she doesn't have to be an incredible screw up. She just even with the income she's bringing in, she can't cover those costs, and so it it obviously becomes sensible to a degree at that stage in the relationship for her to for, for Jean to suggest that she might want to come and take over the, the house. The biggest problem. The biggest problem with, with Jean offering Lydia a job in the in the book. It's, there's so many layers to it. Jean's already got a housekeeper who she adores, who's leaving for nice, <laughs> lovely reasons in and of themselves. Yeah. And Jean's sad to be losing her. So they've already established she has this role that she's already paying for. In, in the movie, it seems like it's, it seems much more charitable and like she's making up a job to help out Lydia because she fancies her, essentially. Yeah. Whereas in the book it seems much more pragmatic. It's like, we get on, I'm, I'm losing this person, you need a job. It all just felt much more like yeah. honest and yeah. natural. And whereas in the book, it, in the movie, it was so much more ham-fisted and <laughs> Lydia was just so easily accepting of it. Like, in both situations in the book and the movie, she's, she's desperate for the money and she is homeless, she's being evicted, mm. like she needs all of these things. Um, but she's like quite proud and reluctant in the book. Whereas in in the movie she's so like flippant about it almost and just like it seems so, you see you feel much less like she deserves it in the movie. Because yeah. like Nora was saying, she she does get fired from the job and doesn't seem to care all that much. Whereas in the book she's she's literally working herself to illness to try and make ends meet. She's much less sympathetic in the film. Yeah, she's yeah. actually a bit irritating. Whereas in the book I really liked her. Yeah. She's so protective of Charlie in the book and she's so cautious. Like the, the scene in the film and in the book where he goes into the bedroom and she's not there and it's during the thunderstorm. Um, she's in the book she kind of goes in her head, she's like, Oh we need to be more careful, this is so dangerous and risky 
risky, whereas in the film he kind of disregards it and doesn't really care. Yeah. But the film is so clunky that he has to witness everything. I know. In the, in the, in the book, it's left ambiguous yeah. in that moment, which was a, what, such a great moment. Yeah. He, he desperately wants his mother in that thunderstorm. He knows that she's not in her bed. She does emerge. Yeah. And of course, in, in the first moment, all he wants to do is be embraced by her. But he still notices that the chair has been slightly moved from the doorway. And that's all the suggestion we need in the yeah. in the yeah. book. Yeah. He, he's there at every moment, it seems, in the film to see. The, <laughs> he's basically a front row ticket and he'll yeah. pop popcorn and he's ready. Like, I mean, it, and again, misstep. There's there's that whole beautiful sense in the book of the courtship with the books. In the film, she's given the books to Charlie. Yeah. What what do the books mean to Charlie? Yeah. What do the books mean to Lydia in the movie? Like, you, really well, you don't know why really? yeah. at the beginning you get him reading the book like you do in the yeah. book yeah. to her when she's crying yeah yeah but that's, that's kind of a throwaway moment and then nothing's ever said of it again and then she's like oh you like books and we're like oh okay in the, in the book without having to overemphasize that I think we know that whole history of them how they he always reads to her yeah. how she likes the escape of the escape of books that's something that and then that's something that's noticed by Jean and, and also in the book, you have all these beautiful moments where she, Jean, cites both uh, Charlie and Lydia at certain points, you know, where she is, she appears as, as a shimmering figure on the horizon in the park, and she and she notices Charlie playing with the boat at the beginning and understands him as a as a kindred spirit. Of, yeah. He's an inward-looking child, he's, but he's observant within his field. And we need all of that build up. She sees Lydia a few times before she actually yeah. has any kind of interaction with her. But she she's there as this this silhouette and this image that's that's very intriguing and, and she longs for it. Which we again we get none of that. As well it's really interesting, sort of the change of that how people found out is in the film he witnesses them having sex and then is angry about it and goes and tells his father and Pam, which is just kind of like a dumb scene. It's very dumb. And doesn't make sense for his character of someone who's so loyal to his mother and to Jean for him to get angry and go and tell. And he, because he has no relationship with his father at that point, so why would he go to him? Whereas in the book, it's only by accident that he tells his cousin that she wasn't in the bed and Pam overhears them and assumes that they're having a relationship based off of that. So it's all, again, the subtlety of people finding things out. It's not because they were reckless. I know. In, in the book, Jean says at one point, I know that we've been restrained, but somehow I know that he will have picked up on something. Mm, yeah. And he, and Charlie, even at a moment, recognizes that Jean looks at his mother with a keenness that I don't think is necessarily just friendly. But he's, he looks at it as a child would look at it. He can't put words to but it. But he's not bothered by it. But he's not necessarily bothered. He thinks it's strange, but he understands that his mother's happy. Yeah. Which yeah. is which which we have seen in the, in the book, especially as something that is very important to him. And I think that's also important in the book in the fact that in the film it's very hand-handed in being like 
everyone is against this relationship, even their son. Whereas they, they have allies in the book. They have Sarah, who's Jim's alive wife in the book. That's genuinely one of my favorite yeah. scenes. When she tells him, she's like, oh, okay, and it's just fine. And it's no, and she's like, you know, things are going to be hard for you, but like I support you. And then in the film, they just kill her. And I'm just like, as well as and, they, and one of their children. They have only yeah, one the child. Too. As um, well, there's Dot, who is Lydia's best friend. Um, Charlie's obviously happy that his mother's happy, so he's not bothered by anything. And I think even if he knew at that point, he wouldn't really be bothered. So there are people, in there, and Annie as well, there are people that are supporting them and want to protect them. Whereas in the film, it's, you know, it's sort of them against the world. Well, the, 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 the way they've structured the end makes no sense either. Yeah. It's crucial I didn't know, in the, I didn't crucial in the book happened. that he's forced. You have to tell the story about the end. He's forced out of the situation by the by his father, by by Charlie making the choice in the film. You lose all urgency. I didn't understand the end ending of the film. Yeah. Oh, that was ridiculous. Her. The betrayal. So why did you just put a camera? <laughs> She was taught by Lydia to own up to things or face up to things. Yeah. What? It's like she she no what longer... What was she going to do in Canada? Oh, be, oh be a doctor, wasn't she? Was there not an ad in the paper for doctors in Canada? No, but... No, but the, she... stayed Lydia. Oh, I see. Lydia yeah. Okay, then she's like... I I on her own. Yeah. yeah. I was very... Good. I didn't understand why that made sense. And I didn't feel like... Was she not going to follow her? She's just going to stay there on her? No. Well, they seem to have that final conversation where Charlie seemed to know that she was never actually going to follow them. Does he not say something about it in that? Maybe he does, yeah. The voiceover of the most famous man in the whole film. Yeah, yeah. Who's Bill's first on IDV. So when we were watching it, yeah. Sean made a joke, like a flippant joke, about the end of the film. Yeah. And he said it's so offhand that we both laughed and we were like, oh, that'd be hilarious <laughs> if that happened, wouldn't it? And then the beast actually said, oh. oh. And we looked about, at each other and we were like, no. About five minutes Surely not. It's going to be supernatural and Charlie's going to be able to control the, the beast. beast. Like, and then, and yeah, we yeah. literally, like, we had a good laugh and we that were like, was, oh. but he did. So It was like an X-Men thing, like, so he's like, I control you. Yeah. So and he, he, he was to know the bees were going to go straight into the room. Was the window what? open? How does, how does the window, it get in? The window was open. I just, maybe I don't know enough about bees. <laughs> If that's the case, if 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 it's my naivety about the behaviour of bees, perhaps natural instinct for bees, because you did correctly predict. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Remember when Charlie was agitated and running to his father's house? The bees were everywhere. Yeah. They yeah. were following him through the streets. He discovered his superpower. <laughs> and then the, his mother and Char Charlie and Lydia dancing in the bees. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I made a fair point. <laughs> Robert just like walking away. Right. Yeah, like, like, he would I, not. He would go for her. Oh, like, yeah. There is oh that sitting there where he's like, just like, oh, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 unless he knows that Charlie actually is controlling the bees. <laughs> And he's truly terrified, Charlie which has is understandable. A supernatural power. And can, can we discuss the tackiness oh, of intercutting it looks so bad. 
an attempted rape with and the abortion. Yeah. The procedure oh tried to correct a botched abortion. By that. You know you're watching something yeah. like, like, I can't believe a studio full of people thought, yeah, this is correct. This is these are completely yeah. I like symbolism and like layers of thought. But it wasn't symbolism or layers. This was very much a on the nose. Look at these two things. Look at these instruments yeah. that are probing. They added so much more of that kind of thing than even existed. Like in the book, there is no rape story in no. France. No. And that's a horrific detail yeah. to think, oh yes, let's add that. Like, they didn't need that. And even without that level of just the fun Bobby saying dirty dogs. Yes. Oh my god. And the spray oh, paint on the wall. Violence in the film, which I find a big problem in Hollywood, that they they use this crutch of like violence against women as like something to put on screen. Where's this like isn't Hollywood though? Surely this is like Scotland. But there's like producing, you know, yeah. a production film industry. The film industry is well. Where's there's no violence in the book at all. Well, there doesn't need to be because it's of the way that it's set up. The only scene, which I found, I love the ending of this book. That was my favorite bit. The scene where Pam and Robert are arguing because she made a deal with Jean yeah. that if she saved her daughter, she would give Charlie back. So she argues with him and says, you don't really want him, so give him back to her. And he does eventually, but that's the only time anyone ever like argues with each other. Right. But, that's, but that's the whole idea of how slack yeah. this film is because we've already lost you know, Robert's motivation of uh, forcibly taking Charlie yeah, back which then makes it that much harder for when we see Pam having to go to Jean and plead with her and then again this is a discredit to the film upon many discredits to character in the yeah. film Jean is not prepared to go and help Pam yeah. Unless she negotiates yeah. the, the fact that Charlie will be returned, yeah. and that's something that I understand about Jean's character, but that's again taken from the film, and then it makes Jean that much of a softer character. And Jean needs to negotiate that. I, and I love the complexity that they added to Pam's character in the book, whereas in the film she's just like very unlikable. Yes. She only cares about her daughter, but wants to keep her daughter to her as she does with Robert. Whereas in the book, at the end, when she's having the argument with Robert, she calls him out and she's like, even though I know you're a shithead, essentially, you're my brother and I love you and I will defend you to the ends of the earth, but right now, I need my daughter to be healthy, so screw you for this moment. Which is just, you you, made, you, made, you, you understood her in that moment. Yes. Of why she always was on his side, even though he's acting like an ass. And she's, she's a very difficult character in the book to like but then I was quite moved by by the action she takes at the end because then it complicates her character just a little bit there's always bit. an element of redemption which you don't it's really get yeah, it's yeah. a redemptive moment for her because in the film we don't really get a sense of her yeah. I can I don't feel anything when she calls for her to come and sort what's happened to her daughter and that scene too was over emphatic about the violence of the abortion, yeah. which in the film or in the book, you never see. You know? Yeah, and you're not even really aware of the fact that she's pregnant because a lot, you know, Dot says at one it's point, "I guess I, I think yeah. I was wrong." Because yeah. nothing seemed because they hid it that well, yeah. and they also hid 
the abortion. Mm -hmm. Obviously, and weren't was, using anyone credible it was to do it. Only because it, the only way you knew about the abortion is because Robert made a comment. I don't know if it was to Charlie, but it was about how Andy needed to be more careful. There's like one line that kind of referenced that he was aware and something happened about her getting into trouble. Again, subtlety. And then the one thing that they introduced in the film that, correct me if I'm wrong, but it never states in the novel that George is a black man. Because no. No. then I kept thinking, oh, now they're trying to score points, racial points too, that there's a forbidden romance in 1950s Scotland. Parallel the lesbian romance. Just kept thinking, well, so now you do introduce something new, but you're not going to explore that either. Obviously, you're just doing it to have yet another thing that's meant to shock me in this small town. I think, like, the problem with all of it, and what we keep coming back to, is that actually the book is a great story, yeah. and they, they could have just made that story yes, into a have. film, and it would have been a great film, yes. but they chose to do completely the opposite, and completely reshape and reform and reimagine the characters to the point where none of them are likable, or engaging, or yeah. empathetic. Or memorable. Yeah. Memorable. And they have magic beads. They magic beads! <laughs> no, I loved how they ended the book, and how... I really liked the book. And I love the ending of when Charlie comes back as an adult to see his father and just realizes he's a bitter old man and he's like everyone's left me and he was like he, and that closure that he got with him was great and then he grew up with Jean and Lydia in where did they go? Switzerland I'm or something? I'm thinking Paris. No, no 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 the words they said I think they, they were German. It was a German. Oh, I think it was Italian. <laughs> European. It's a European. Yeah, yeah. So they use the word strata, um, vial. Vial sounds French, but I mean, I'm making no, that up. I actually don't know. Because um, they just mentioned foreign country, but it's sort of what language that is. When they started doing the, the voiceover at the end of the movie, yeah. I thought they were going to cut to grown up Charlie. Mm. Coming back because I already knew that they cast uh, Charlie Boyd uh, to, to voice one of the hobbits. One of the hobbits uh, to play older Charlie. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's like a named actor. So I, assume, I, I before I was yeah, Billy Boyd. Billy Boyd, thank yes. you. Sorry, I assumed we were going to open with the scene from the book and close with the scene from the book. Mm -hmm. Then we didn't, uh, but then we got his voice right then. I thought we were going to have the ending be uh, grown up Charlie coming back to Scotland to see an older Jean just to see how everyone had fared yeah like because obviously and that would have been interesting but she hadn't come to meet them but Charlie had she'd been that much to him even though it was like yeah. a brief thing but he came back to her in later life to see how she was um, but we didn't get any of that we got a five second voiceover <laughs> that was very confusing and didn't explain anything but the book at every turn refused melodrama yeah. I like the fact that they went and lived their lives. He said it wasn't easy. I think he said even in another country they're not that nice. Yeah. But nothing terrible had to happen to Jean or Lydia. It's communicated to us that they're both still very good. He speaks to Jean a bit more about his inner life than with his mother. And he needs the closure 
here with his father. Yeah. So the bookends make perfect sense. And it is really about coming back to your hometown. And I love the fact that at the beginning when she says, says and speaks of it and it's much smaller than you thought that it was. And I love the moments with Irene in the book actually as well. Irene was a very interesting She was really interesting just her trying to bond with Charlie in a very legitimate way and being slightly nervous but really caring for him. And also her being very upset when he had to leave as well. And, and she was the one who brought him back to yes, his mother at the end. Which I thought was really yeah. beautiful moment. And they, they, like, he had nice moments with Irene as well. Like she was much more than like the pretty new young thing. Like Robert's bit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just sad the movie wasn't the book. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, we've read some things which are like we've all agreed like that's like a hard thing to film or like translate to film or like there's sections you couldn't do in film and you had to change the cinema. Whereas this I felt like there was nothing unfilmable. Or it's just people being. Yeah. yeah. That in and of itself is fascinating. They could have done every page what was and I would have enjoyed it more than what they did. Yeah. yeah. And it just it just speaks to me of lazy filmmaking. And well the writing. And laziness all around. I don't think you would have to make a three hour film to get all of the nuance. You just need someone who knows how to film. I don't think it's lazy. I think it's uh, it just doesn't feel confident. It feels like someone who's doing an adaption who feels like they have to change stuff. Like they have to put their own stamp on it. But instead of just making like a change or saying something they, they feel passionate about, they just take every scene they're going to use and change it. Worse, it has changed everything. Do you think they thought that adding more gratuitous elements, should we say, would make it more marketable? Probably. There's more violence. Because there's sex, nothing I mean. particularly. Like if I had to pull a headline out of this book, I'd be like, "Nice story about two lesbians with an annoying son." Yeah, but like they in the movie they already heightened the sexuality. Yeah. Like immensely. But that's what I mean. I think that's why they did all those things. But yeah. I like that. Then it's still only on in Glasgow. It's so. Not really a lesbian story per se. No, it's not, it's not. It's just a romance. Yeah. It's just two people who fell in love, and yes, their situation is difficult, but it's not because they're like waving a pride flag around, you know, <laughs> wanting to have a parade. The, the, the book is about who you love. Yeah. The movie's about who you want to fuck. Yeah. And that's Very the, good. That's yeah. the difference. That's how it could be our quote for this. <laughs> that should be your headline. Yeah. <laughs> And like, and that's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the story about who you want to fuck, but it's not the story that was told. That. Yeah, and it, it just it undermined all the things I liked about the characters. But Charlie was probably my favourite character in the book. But the, 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 the simple fact that he can't handle the fact that his mum is in love with a woman and has to call her a dyke and has to go run into dad and tell him all these things. And like, I, I don't even know if he regrets that side of it. I think he just regrets the fact that living with his dad is shit. Like, if living with his dad was a blast, 
I don't think he'd give a shit. Yeah. You know? Did you read that I kind of read that Charlie was a bit maybe gay? Oh, maybe, yeah. No, well, just like book, yeah, yeah. the way he looked and observed Bobby, his best friend, there was this kind of intimacy oh, well, he between was, them. He was much more nuanced in the book. Yeah. In, in the movie, he was like, the fight he had was with like a boy, so he was like this tomboy who fought and screamed at his mum and looked at stuff he shouldn't have been. Yeah. In, in the book, he he's like this sweet boy who like wanted to write notes about the bees and learn facts. It was interesting. He would have been an insect man when he grows yeah. up. And stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Cute. And like his dad thinking he wasn't manly enough in the movie. I'm like, I mean, he's like, he's not doing anything. I don't think it's like not boyish or like he's playing outdoors. And yeah, he's sort of yeah. He's about he's interested in having treasures and yeah. treasure maps and being There's a nothing detective. Girly about him. Oh, that's so sweet. And he keeps like thinking about the detective in the book as well. Yeah. And, and cowboys and Indians yeah. and all of those kinds of boys' great adventures. You get a sense of the book too, which perhaps just because of budgetary reasons, you get a sense of all of the landscape around where they live yeah. and how Charlie is always pushing borders. With that beautiful scene when he goes out into the country with his mother for the day, even though he wanted to go out with his friend Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out to be a really wonderful. And you, you feel both those characters pushing at, at boundaries and at borders and being quite comfortable doing so. And it gives you a tremendous sense of the, again, of their characters yeah. and their struggles to really want to break out of the constraints. That's it. And that's another scene that didn't work in the film. To have Gene be the one who goes to save yeah. his capsized boat. In the book, don't they yeah. leave the boat? They leave the boat. And that's a really beautiful yeah. adult moment for him where he realizes you have to let some things go. And maybe another and boy will find it. And give it to somebody else. Yeah. And the fact that Charlie suggests it yeah. in the book. You see him growing up. Yes. Is really wonderful. He suggests it. Yeah. It shows you a tremendous uh, growth moment yeah. of, of growth yeah. on his part. To recognize that. Instead, do you have him. Understandably, like he acts like a child in the movie, yeah. and it's sad that he's lost his boat, and Gene rescues it, and he's overjoyed, and that's fine. But there's no growth there, no change. There's what? What does that scene do? Like, what? What? Why do you add that scene to the movie? What does that do for the movie? Like, it shows Gene in a good light. It shows that she likes Charlie, I guess. But like, basically, all of her actions until that point do that. You don't need to reinforce that point to me. I know she likes Charlie. Like, like, what do we think of the casting? Why are you all looking at me? Oh, because you hated Charlie. I you hated Charlie. Very hateful. <laughs> like, he was having those first looks. He was like, uh, uh, I just, I mean, I don't stand by a lot. I mean, I'm not an actress, so who am I to judge? But I don't stand by a lot of the acting in this film. It felt very awkward and very uncomfortable. Lots of the reviews, the one thing they sing without as being the good. Performance. The performance. Yeah. I, I think Holiday Granger did a good job. I was surprised because I like both those actresses, but I just don't think they Where were... Where did Anna Paquin's acting go? They were, given, they were given characters to play. 
Yeah. I've liked I've liked them both tremendously yeah. in the past. Yeah, elsewhere, I, I agree. But I in just, this, I just really I'd be didn't really excited if I was them and they read the book and thought, these are oh, great characters we're getting. And then you get the script oh, yeah. and you're like, oh dear, this is not this is not going to work out. I mean, maybe I'm putting words in this, just not, maybe they, maybe they loved it. For me, yeah. just one, visually, Anna Packwood doesn't seem old enough for me, the no. way that I perceive this character. Because Jean is like, supposed to be almost 40. I want to say spinsterish, but that's not yeah, a very yeah, nice no. word. No, but it, yeah. yeah. And she doesn't, she seems still too youthful um, to me. I think she did a horrible job. Her accent was embarrassing. He kept breaking into American English. All of the, I just found all of the dialogue very, it just made me cringe. There was no chemistry, like I didn't no. believe their intimacy no, no. at all. Because it wasn't built correctly. One character that I thought was okay was Pam. Yeah. As in like, I, she portrayed that character. I wasn't meant to like her. I didn't like her. Job done, really. You know, obviously yeah, we didn't I like get... the actress who played Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was okay. My, my, I thought the actress who played Annie did a, did a good job. But they had a few scenes that undermined her character where it felt like in the book she felt very acutely aware of her mother's feelings and her control and all the things she was doing to safeguard her like future. Like in the book when she sneaks out and slips Charlie a note to then take to George and she's like, she's doing all of these things to keep this relationship separate. And in the movie, she's getting fingered by him in the woods and talking about her baby outside her house. She's she stood there with her hands on her stomach outside the front door. Yeah. Like, there's no way she would have done that. Just there's announce no it to Pam, just tell yeah. Pam at that point. Like and Pam just happened to be having a yeah, smoke so out on the stoop at the moment that yeah. that happened. Again, that's lazy. Yeah. yeah. That's so and with lazy. George going, ooh, at the bump, the bump in a bunch yeah, yeah. of comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I didn't mind Jim. No, I thought he was uh, fine. Like his character was like drastically altered because he was like a widower he, he's now. He's only saw him twice. Three, three times. times. Yeah. 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 Very didn't, briefly. The first interaction when they introduce him when he's talking to Jean. Oh, the dinner. The dinner, and, and then, then at the end. end scene when he gets to see him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he did a decent like a good performance. Like, there's a bit more nuance to him. Like not as much as you get in the book, but there was a few more layers okay. to him. Yeah. Um, but also that in the book. Jean is actually attracted to him to a certain degree because they were engaged in the past when they were younger, but he married her friend. But she still kind of lost that, for him. That, that makes it even more heartbreaking. Yeah. That there was like a slight chemistry and connection yeah. there. Whereas in the movie, it basically feels like, hey, he's got a cock, so he's no yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not what, What's so great about the book, though, is that, like, I think you said this earlier, yeah. but like, it wasn't just about the fact they only liked women. They just liked each other, and that's that was the whole kind of sentiment behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And like, in the book, you almost get a feeling that, like that's the only bit of it Charlie can comprehend. He can, he, he can, he can, he can see every second of every day they're together that they like each other. And like on a simple level, he's like, I understand that. That's fine. I get that. As long as mum's happy and I get to live here and Jean's lovely and all these things, I don't need to know like the things that are confusing about it. Right. Um, which is why, which is why when you have him run off in the movie, it just just ruins that whole thing. In the book, do they find a bra in the woods? No. No. Like, they oh no, they, 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 they heard Lydia's voice in the woods. He found out about George in the woods. Remember? He does hear her talking to George. Yeah, but he doesn't like, like see it. No, he doesn't no, see anything. Yeah. He just hears her voice in the background and he realizes that she's friends with George. And also in the book, they have a scene where he has to bring a note from Lydia uh, yes. from yeah, yeah, yeah. Annie, Annie to George. Yeah. 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 Which is quite sweet though. 
little scenes like that as well. They've got like odd throwaway bits in them, which just really like in that scene. There's the bit where a dog's running towards a girl. Yes, when in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot all that. Yeah, yeah. Which is just like highlighting how Charlie's in this scary situation. There's so much going on around him that like he's too scared to even talk to George. Whereas all these people are like interacting and going on. And even though you get if, if I were only to go by the film, I wouldn't know anything about beekeeping or what beekeeping really means oh to either God. one of them. But in the book, you get all these really beautiful passages when they're they're both working with the bees, and she's very tenderly showing him how to give himself to the bees. I feel like in the film, Charlie has no interest in bees. Like he know, turns I, up yeah, in the office and like not just something on the desk. She's like, right, like bees to you, and like invites him to her house. Like he shows there's no intrigue, there's no moment yeah. of him kind of wondering. It's just like, oh yeah, the honeycomb's there. Let's they make the know. bees a bigger deal in the movie, despite them feeling less so than they yeah. do in the book. Look, yes. Well, they're magical bees. <laughs> He's bonded with the bees. I said I would have liked the movie more if it ended with Charlie sacrificed on the bed with the bees all over. <laughs> <laughs> Master of the bees. Yeah. That would have been a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have they been didn't a make choice any about choices about, about something, yeah. making a statement about that. But it just, it just had to, yeah, we didn't need to see the bee on the train window at the end. Like I didn't like any of, why were they so giant also? Like, why were they like mega bees? Like, you know, they just have this really intense they were yeah. like CGI bees. I know, they were real bees. <laughs> I've read lots of reviews of the movie. One of which wasn't a real review but it was like a piece written by the author about the movie mm. where they talk about she talks about in her piece and lots of other reviews talk about how in the movie the bees become a character yeah quote unquote but I don't think that's necessarily true I like, just don't think that's necessary they don't need to be a character I don't think the movie makes them a character I think the the device they are in the book really works and like you can have characters just be interested in a thing and not have to make that the whole thing like the title has bees in it yeah and there are bees in the books but but it's also saying beyond it like telling the bees is afraid but the way that Charlie is sat there talking like as in saying his secrets out loud like my mum likes this lady it's just so crude and like blatant and not how it is in the book at all they just force it's like they read the title and thought that they had to interpret it that way because he was literally telling it to the bees spend just as much time in the book building up to the first lesbian kiss as you do to them harvesting the honey yeah. where in the movie both of them seem quite throwaway yeah. <laughs> Him telling that little prank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get pages on that like, in the first yeah, yeah. like two seconds. It's not like him being excited and telling like yeah. the girls when they visit about. And doesn't he get jobs for everyone? For everyone. And he gets, he's got yeah. like one Bobby, oh, really? and Bobby comes back from the beach and he's like, I've got a stick of yeah. And he's like, Well, I've got a stick of honey. Yeah. And it's such a big deal. Like he makes honey for Annie. Yeah. He wants to give these presents to people, and he's so excited and proud of himself. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, like, I did. Feel like a long book. I read it pretty quickly. Yeah. Like you, it's an easy book to read. Yeah. It wasn't like a slog, but there still was a lot that happened. Though I was, I was very absorbed in it, yeah. and I really welcomed the moment when I could go back into it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it acquired as it went on an urgency yeah. too, and I kept thinking, I really, I really hope for the best for these. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd, I'd be at work, like thinking about leaving so I could read on the train. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that's how, like, the best guy in the country. But like, it's not like... It's not the like greatest work of, like, literature or, like, most compelling stories. But there's something, like, gripping about the way these characters are presented and written. They're, they're like, very simple people. But it's with, just like, really endearing, isn't it? Yeah, but with complicated, like, lives. Like, everyone, like, yeah. the most normal person would have, like, a complicated and, like, uneasy existence. But that's interesting and compelling. Because, you know, in theory, Lydia is like every other housewife of that time. Yeah. There were millions of women going through the situation that she was going through. She wasn't unique in that sense. Yeah. And you think it, it, it felt like, it felt like in the book, Again, this is why I think it's about who you, who you love, not about who you want to fuck. Because in the, in the book, I felt like Robert would have had a very similar reaction if Lydia had gone off with another man. Like, yeah. you know, like I think he was like maybe like a bit a bit more ashamed for himself that it was a woman. Yeah. But like he didn't like the thought of her being okay without him. If it was on her own with a woman, with a man, with fifty people, like you know, it was the fact that she was okay without him. But I think upset him. Whereas in the, in the movie it was very much about it was a woman, and that's why they added like the rape scene, or well, the attempted rape scene at the end, because it was about him showing her that she needed a man. The power dynamic. Quote unquote, you know? Which was, oh, it was just so dumb. Such a dumb use of rape, which I just, it's so throwaway how often it's used in film. The, the, the fact that it wasn't the only one yeah. in the movie, you know, the book had, oh, had none. Yeah, there, mm. there was a scene with her and her friend where yeah. Jean and her friend gets raped. Why should it ever And they're like, and then, they're like pantomime evil men doing it as well. Like, like evil men suits and yeah. Like, yes. And that's and the reason she left because wait, I still don't understand. The reason she left is because her friend got raped. I well, her father sent her away because uh, everyone knew about it because the other guy was really badly hurt. Yeah. Let's uh, let's say for an in a minute you could make a change to the movie. What's the one change you could make to the movie that you think would would make it work better for you? What's the one change you could make that would make it? I would recast Charlie to start. Okay. But do you think? I mean, I don't have beef with But do you think that would be enough though? Like, no. if the movie was exactly the same, but that was the one change you made. I don't think you could just make one change. I, I think have enough of an impact. I think my complaint about making Jean gay the entire time, I would have changed yeah. that. It never then, had implications. That requires changing a lot of scenes to make that one. Yeah, that's do you know okay, what I mean? Though, but it's like, just one thing that she's she's yeah. never felt falling in love with a woman until now. Okay. Yeah. Or like maybe she had, but like that wasn't the only thing. Like she, did, she, she wasn't 100%. I, I would have, uh, I would have had the scene when Charlie gets taken to Robert's play out the same way as it did in the book. I wouldn't have had Charlie leave to go to Robert. Mm, okay. I'd have had Robert.
Robert take him, I would have not had Charlie want to leave that environment. Yeah. I think that's the thing that undermines the story the most for me. I know what my point is. The ending. Yes? I mean, my point was over. The ending. Yeah. <laughs> the ending. The... I didn't... If the ending was the only thing they changed, I think I, could, I would have liked it more. But it was like a change upon change upon change upon change, which what made it feel like the ending was only changed for change sake. Yeah. Whereas if, if they changed that alone, it felt like that's like they're making a point with that change. They're saying something with that change. Yeah. But they made so many changes that it all felt pointless and unnecessary. Like, in a book like this, it's so rare for them to actually have a fairly pleasant ending. Well, yeah. did you read? And I really valued like, that ending. Did you read the Fiona Shaw yeah. article? Yeah. yeah. So she talks about the ending yeah. quite a lot. And the ending, the thing's ending seems to be the only thing that she's unsure about right. in terms of the adaptation, based on the article I read at least. And the head, the headline of the article was, uh, I wrote a book and the adaption changed the ending for a straight audience. the headline. Because they don't get to have their... Yeah, but they didn't want them to have a happy ending. And she, she, she makes a compelling point that both of them still have happy endings, but not together. I don't think but they think, do have a happy ending. I think that undermines it slightly, you know? Like, why can't they have the happy ending together? But I felt like the, the movie was more gay than the book was. <laughs> Until the end, when they weren't allowed yeah, to feel yeah. 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 it. Then the ending to me felt out of time. Yeah. It was a, a modern sensibility suddenly being introduced. Defiantly, I will kiss you. Mm. While In people look shocked. Yeah. I know, the, and all of a sudden, Charlie's over himself and he goes, Oh, <laughs> Mum! <laughs> you guys are so silly. Yeah. All he needed was the beast. What yeah. about you? <laughs> what would you have changed? The one thing you needed? It's strange. If I, to make the one change, you'd have to have made a lot of other changes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably the, the greatest thing that perhaps then would have changed a lot that came is if Robert had been defined better or as he was defined in the book. Yeah. I think then a lot of other choices could have been made, made following his character being portrayed that way. Yeah. That's what I think. But do you think that the fact that all four of us have chosen very different things yeah. for pretty significant changes and even if all of them were made, I'm not... I'm I'm still not entirely sure we would have been satisfied by the film. That kind of speaks volumes to me. Yeah. But, but I'm even more baffled by the choices because I don't necessarily think they were trying to appeal to a mainstream audience. I, I would look at it as an art house Very film. Indie, so why does an art house independent film need to make those kinds of choices? I mean, uh, if you read the comment section under the uh, trailer, the fact that they made it much more sexy lesbians appealed to a lot of people. Oh, no, I'm sure they did. But, like, the trailer's got the scene where, like, they're doing, like, the neck blowing with the bees on it. And, like, 95% of the comments were about that one five-second scene oh. under the trailer on YouTube. But, it's, but that's just very male gaze, then, rather than them being love each other. Just, like, we have to overly sexualize them. <laughs> I thought it was very imperative in the book that you know that she and Robert, at one point in the relationship, had a very good marriage. 
Yeah. yeah. You never get that at all. There's you no see, reference You get like the one love. glimpse of them oh, dancing, dancing for the first yes. time. But like, that, that's already ruined because you see this monster they've made Robert into. So you're like, oh God. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted desperately to hear him sing that song that always bewitched her yeah. and, and comforted her. Yeah. And I think she was trying to do it in the one scene when he was packing and she was approaching it. But I really wanted, and I kept thinking, again, you've made a short, you've taken a shortcut, and it doesn't make any sense because you haven't set it up correctly. And, yeah, it, just, it, was, it, it, was, it was too delicate. What was your favorite scene in the book? What was yours? Um, the argument, I think, between him and Robert, that like argument, that sort of scene between Jean having to negotiate for Charlie. I love that ending. So nice. My favorite was her telling Sarah, and Sarah just being accepted. Yeah. That's why I was so furious that Sarah wasn't part of it. I thought that was really important. Oh, so very underdressed. <laughs> But you know what was interesting in that scene? That it seemed to bother, I'm not going to say bothered Sarah, but what Sarah was concerned about much more than the, the fact that it was with another woman is that it could be seen as out of your class. Yeah. Yes. Which was a very interesting way yeah. for someone of, of, of a fairly privileged yeah, yeah. you look at going, she will now be your house maid. Yeah. And you will be her employer. Yeah. There's a there's an imbalance Hierarchy, yeah. in there. But I liked that the issue that she had with it wasn't that it was a woman. It was yeah. more Well she does say that like I don't understand but I still am your friend. Yeah, yeah that, but that you. is so like poignant to me. Like yeah. people nowadays could do it some of that other I, I've, I've just realised like that, that's in the book when she has my love and Sarah picks up on it yeah. and like in the book like Jim's oblivious to it oh, yeah. Yeah. there's no sense at all and in the movie he literally does like a record track oh, yeah. because he's so aware yeah, of it I hate, and I feel like they would have never the my love thing is very like sort of throwaway line yeah. and it's completely by accident where them dancing together in front of him that's so dumb like and they have to realise you would have noticed. Yeah. And, that, and again, like, that works in the book because there's, like, more than three people there. Yeah. So if yeah. everyone's dancing, that's one thing. But if Jim's literally stood there watching you two dance... Like, come on! Of course he's going to realise. You're idiots! Uh, did you take your favourite book? No. In the book? Uh, I actually will probably have to say the, the, the scene when uh, Lydia first comes to her house unexpectedly and she brings her into the library. Yeah. And it's just the way that she's observing Lydia's reaction in the library. And I think that's probably the first moment of this all-encompassing mom. So, but there, I mean, there are several scenes in the, in the book that are really the scene with Sarah, beautiful. Charlie's boat. We all like Charlie's boat. Charlie's yeah, we all love that. Charlie and boat. When they, when um, Lydia takes Charlie out of school or wherever, and they go on the little trip together, yeah. she meets him, doesn't she? Oh, she she's like, we have to go. Yeah. yeah. And they just want to get away for the day, and they go and that's, walking together. And that's just soon after she was completely unavailable to him, I think, because of the 
depression. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was in the book, he's so sensitive to every you know, uh, tremor in his mother, and he really cares for her when when she's not feeling well, or when he walks in on her after he cried, and she yeah. tries to make it apparent that she hasn't been crying. And in the book, you get the sense that he's aware of all of it, whether or not he can com- comprehend it on some intellectual yeah. level. But that, but that goes back to him being like this much more introverted, like smart kids like that they use like emotionally and empathetically aware of other people is unusual for that time period I think hmm. yes so and you my very thing yes uh, the scene we were talking about Omnix oh I forgot about this I forgot it's yeah. when his mum his mum's really ill and she's worried about like what Charlie's been doing and he says that Annie made him tea one night oh, yeah. and she made him an omelette and then she's like you don't like omelettes and he's like, like now, now they're like in my top three yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's such that a like a little kid thing to like change your mind like that that's yeah. really cute but, but that's not explored in the in the film either this, uh, the idea that she comes into understanding that he might actually not be in love with Annie but have a crush on Annie yeah. Annie being a very important girl in his life yeah you know, when when he can't recognize that his mother recognizes that he might actually be jealous when he heard her voice yeah. in the woods or, or even handing the letter to George yeah 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 and that's and the, in the book the reason he ends up like even letting anything about his mum and Jean is because he snuck out when his mum's ill to take Annie her honey because he's so desperate for her to have this thing that he's worked so hard on. Oh, that's when he sees his dad for the first time in ages as well. Yeah, he's like smoking in the garden. Oh, and then there's a scene, again, they don't have where he meets Irene for the first time and screams like, I hate her, I hate her. Yeah. Um, But then their relationship ends with her giving him cards because they built this relationship about playing games and having these little things in common. Whereas in, again, like I said, in the the movie, she's just like this hot seat. Yeah, this young thing. in In the book, it's heartbreaking when he's on the stairs listening to that exchange between his aunt and yeah. his father where he hears his father say or where he hears his aunt say you never cared for the kid yeah. you don't yeah. want him anyway you don't why want him anyway you why yeah. you it's like she she's confirming something Charlie was always like afraid mm. was the case and is it that state at the point of the book when Irene comes in and sits she comes the in the door yeah yeah, yeah. so you know, they're both placed in that very awkward yeah. area yeah Away from. I, I, I love the fact that in, in the book, Robert's, Robert's jealous and angry that uh, this woman he met, Lydia, is uh, suddenly spending, uh, putting all of her love on this their, their son. And that's why he distances himself from Charlie and doesn't see him as his own son. But then as soon as he's like reclaimed him and taken him away, he thrusts him on the new woman in the life. And like, like his best case now is he gets to keep Charlie and based on the way things are going, Irene's going to slowly start putting all of her love on Charlie yeah. and you're going to be in the exact same position you were in the first place. All you've got to do is realise that you've got enough love that you can share with Charlie and the woman in your life and not be fucking 
jealous of it. And you'll be infinitely more happy. Which is what Pam says exactly, that you like Irene better when she's not as nice to Charlie. Yeah. Because he gets so jealous against the, his son, which is just <laughs> mental. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that relates back to their parents yeah. not being there, though? Which, but he doesn't understand the interactions of a normal parent-child relationship because he didn't have that framework, maybe? Which maybe. you don't really get I mean, I'm digging really deep. I, yeah. I, I worried if it was more deep-seated. Now, this is me reading, like, layers down yeah, yeah. than there, that maybe aren't even there. But, like, I wondered if that was how Robert felt when he was being raised by Pam and how, like, the men in Pam's life yeah, thought true. about Robert. Yeah. Because Robert wasn't Pam's son. He's, like, this... Yeah. Eventually, like urchin to anyone else. It's your brother. Like, why are you raising him? Why are you feeling like he's your son? Yeah. So maybe he was worried that, and now he's putting all those negative feelings on his own son because Lydia's treating Charlie like Pam treated him. I like these. I like the way that she explains their dynamic. She she doesn't push it all the way into incestuousness, but she does say something kind of twisted does yeah. arise in those situations. I think where the parents have been removed from the equation for yeah. whatever reason, yeah. and there's a dynamic set up between brother and sister, well, and it can get a little bit. Dot, her friend in the factory, says that Pam is jealous that you took her boy away from her, yes. yeah. and that you got to have Robert and Charlie with Robert and that she's jealous of you, essentially, and wanted to keep Robert to herself. Yeah, yeah and then as he sees uh, Charlie as a symbol of what's been taken from him in his wife's affections. But whether or not that's realistic, it, it's a, it's a re it's a real life failing you see in people. Yeah. So that's why I understand Robert and you can't just dismiss him as a villain in it. Yeah. And something happened between the two of them where they weren't uh, either you know, uh, either one of them wasn't able to do something crucial at a moment that it needed to be done. Yeah. So I'm not saying anyone is to blame, but they're realistically flawed. And then it becomes too far gone for them to reconcile. Yeah. And, and in those, some of those passages about the disintegrated marriage, sorry, reminded me of wildlife. Oh, yeah. The way yes. that he wrote that marriage yeah. with just That's the same true. degree of sensitivity. Yeah. Because both wildlife and this are about uh, the breakdown and building of relationships by degree. Yes. Like, nothing's like an instant thing. Everything is like degradation or building blocks rather than. He's already left her living with another woman. I've met a doctor and now I love her. And it's not necessarily about her, him cheating on her. It's slowly why he decides to leave her. But, and not leave her for another woman, really, but just not want to be in that family unit. He can't Isn't handle she, that. In the, in the book, Robert's trying to time travel. Yeah. He wants to go back to the point where he first met Lydia, but can't do that with Lydia anymore. So, so picks another Lydia woman, <laughs> to yeah. do it with, you know? Yes. Like someone he can impress again by having like a place for her to live yeah. and stay with him, like, and that be enough. Yeah. And not get her pregnant, I guess, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Learn his lessons. Yeah, which is why he stops paying for the rent because in his mind, like, that doesn't exist anymore. Like, could you pick out a moment in the film that you thought was good? Yeah, it's about 20 seconds long, <laughs> but I thought it was good. The, I, okay. the, 
just the scene when Charlie Charlie comes back to get Jean after Annie's had the abortion. Yeah. And Jean, and Jean immediately, yeah. despite Charlie having said what he said, seen what he's seen, done what he's done, yeah. and left them. Yeah. Her feelings for Charlie are so immediate that of course she'll help. Like she's always going to be there for him and people he cares about, and immediately jumps into action. Like that, that scene really worked for me. Think she's a good doctor. Yeah. Like if the doctor has a patient, they will work on them and ask questions later. Like yeah. For all of her many, she was very good at her job. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually say in the midst of that ridiculousness at the end, <laughs> when. If you talk about Charlie controlling the beast, Tom, oh, yeah, we're no, going to no, fool no, up. No, no, no. She predicted it. <laughs> the, the scene where they actually sit down on the stairs and actually said, you promised me that you yeah. lie to me. And I'm thinking that's more so than the fact that he saw his mother together with another woman. That's what really hurt him. Yeah, yeah. And his mother actually then said, and this was just seemed very adult, and she said, you know, you're, nev you're never going to know every secret of mine. I'm never going to know every secret of yours. We're never really going to know everything about yeah, yeah. each other. Which... The book didn't really need to have that scene because it, it illustrated all of that beautifully yeah. through suggestion. But in this particular film, that suddenly seemed like a very yeah. honest moment of the mother and kid there looking was, at each other. I, I agree that scene was great. There was a brief moment where I thought it was going to take a really awful turn where she was explaining to Charlie that uh, a secret wasn't a lie. Yeah. And I really yeah. thought she was going to say, you'd never lie to a bee, would you tell them your secrets? <laughs> That's where we were going. Oh, I honestly thought we were going there. That. <laughs> and that, that was one of the only scenes in the film that was just as brief as it needed yeah. to be. Mm. Yeah. To have yeah. an impact and two people really looking at each other and having an interaction. Yeah. And then and then it was over. It didn't need to hold. Because yeah. in a film where every other moment was over and fat. Yeah. yeah. It was just, every other scene was like turned to ten. Aww. Like. There was, was no, seven. there was no peaks and troughs. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, Yes. It, yeah. Oh my god, the swarming! Because I just can't believe it came true. Like it, it felt like you manifested. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't know. I just there weren't any moments that particularly stood out to me. Did you know like, the really subtle bit where Robert punched a hole through oh. the beehive? Oh my god! It <laughs> wasn't in my top ten, no. Uh, no at that point, we might have done that talk as well. And walked away. <laughs> Um, Charlie gets a bike. Yeah, <laughs> but the problem with that is that it's, it's worse in the movie than it is in the book. Yeah. You know, which is a shame. But in comparison to all the other scenes, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. I did like movie Annie. Oh yeah, movie Annie. Like, no, the, no, like the, the, her scene. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they wove her into the story more was actually... Like, oh, and when she uh, comes to their house and is like, do you need me to stay? And she can tell that uh, Lydia's really upset. Yes. Is, yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't like the change necessarily from, from Robert taking Charlie no. to the doctors, but Annie taking the doctors felt like yeah. in keeping with her nice character and it was nice and it worked and the fact that she like covered for him to Lydia and you built the relationship with us. You can see why Charlie like has complicated feelings for, mm. for, for Annie. Yeah. Mm. 
You, I don't think the film communicated anywhere near as as well as the, it's either the, the actual friendship between Jean mm. and Charlie. Oh, Charlie, yeah. And again, too, because we have the whole first third of the book where they have They're together for their months, friendship. I feel like, before, before, outside of even, before Lydia's even there, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she's giving him the okay to go to her house, like, a few times, like... Well, because in the film, I forgot, oh, she a... takes the book so angrily to the yeah. door. Oh, my God, that was horrible. she thought he was a male doctor. And she... What was... Why, the, why is it immediately okay that because she's a woman that Charlie's been hanging out with her? Like, why is that... Oh, <laughs> because none that of... That whole scene was dreadful. Like, and then she's so got mismatched shoes on. Like, oh, oh she's I'm such quirky. a pixie dream girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck off. <laughs> that, that was a horrible... This is the director's commentary on <laughs> I couldn't have adapted it any better. No, I couldn't have. True. I'm an idiot. I don't think we could, any of us could have really adapted it, but it didn't need adapting. I think that's the main problem. Yeah. But basically, what I would have done is I would have turned up with this book and gone, film this one. Film this. <laughs> word for word, please. Well, I, I am actually quite happy that I didn't just see the film because, based on the film, oh, I would not want to read no. the source material. I'm glad that I watched it, it after I read the book. Yeah. If I'd seen the movie first and read this, this would have been my favourite book of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been blown away by it. Yeah. No, I'm happy I thought afterwards, otherwise I would have been because such that a... is a very it's a good yeah. book. Yeah. It's a good yeah. story. And I, I would have been robbed of actually experiencing it if I had only seen the film. How many bad films have great books that now we have not read because the films are bad? Yeah. I, yeah, who knows? From hell. But we read it. Who knows? I I think it's really sad that time and time again the, the movie adaptations are a disappointment. Yeah. For these books, like right? 80, 70 percent, 70 percent of the time they're a disappointment. Yeah. Because I don't think there's been a book we've a book we've hated. Oh yes, we know. What book did you hate? Well, wildlife. You, I hated wildlife. I also hated the one about the animals because it made me very sad and I couldn't finish it. Oh yeah. So. Um, oh, also, well, it was just kind of dry. The Mary Queen of Scots one. Because yeah, I did not love that. I enjoyed the experience of reading the book more than seeing the movie, though. I enjoyed the achievement of finishing the book. I felt like a Everest. Yeah, I mean, because it was very dry, though. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, meant to be. But none of us expected. It to be like a fucking page turner. I did, because I was in the trailer and I was like, yes! yes. <laughs> Drama! Um, I would be very insulted if somebody made that particular film from my novel. But also I suppose like in my experience it's kind of better. Well also as we've watched, it's sort of better when the author kind of backs away from the adaptation. Like with Ian McEwan or I don't know, various Neil Gaiman film and TV series. A lot of times when they're over involved you can't really get a great adaptation. So it's just hiring people who can actually write I guess though. Sorry, tell it to the bees. <laughs> no, not sorry. Dude, nice. No, not sorry at all. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But, but, but the book is wonderful. But, yes, the book is wonderful. We'll leave that at the conclusion. Please go out and read the book. It's great. Yeah, there, there, and there, there was no need to make any other film, as you were saying, Ellie, than what is already present. Yeah. Because it's. Maybe some things don't need adaptations. We'll just leave it as the book. This is, and it's this good. Is very Not true. everything has to be, you know, in another medium. Just very happy this way. But I would, I would definitely tell people to read the book. 